0: Welcome to
1: another episode of Impacting Jamaica, the podcast series that aims to celebrate the work and achievements of Jamaicans and friends of Jamaica in the diaspora. I'm your host, Sinai Fleury, and I'm so excited because I've got a power couple joining me today. I'm delighted to be joined by Mark and Charmaine Simpson, who are the founders of Black History Studies. How are you, King and Queen? Oh, very well.
2: Very well. And you? Yeah, getting there.
1: I'm good, I'm good. listen, Thank you for joining me for people who are not sure and listening to this podcast who are not sure what black History studies is. Tell us a little bit about that.
3: Well Black History
1: Studies is an
3: organization that was set up in two thousand and seven um because we saw a need for, to teach black history and black studies in the community and also um we just wanted to do something positive and give back so back in two thousand and seven um we had done a course, really loved it, and then wanted to expand and share the knowledge with other people. And we set up our organisation, Black History Studies. Um, initially, we started doing courses. Then we, we did um, public presentations to educate the people about our amazing history. And then we ventured into museum tours, film screenings. We have our own community cinema, which we've been running for a number of years. And then we started to publish our own books. And then we also started to... Um, organize international tours aboard because Mark and I love traveling and we wanted to um, take groups around the world because we're global African people so we wanted to organize trips around the world so we do Egypt tours we do European tours as well we take groups to go and look at the black history and the black presence globally so that's like a summary of what we do
1: amazing like so much different compartments to black history studies I love that and I mean, like for both of you, tell us like a little bit about yourselves, like outside of black history outside of black history studies, your husband and wife. But tell us about like who you are, Charmaine and then Mark. Tell us about who you are and what your interests are as well.
3: Outside of black History studies, um, I am a young mommy of three daughters. I also am a economist as well, economic graduate. One of the first in my family to to go to university and get a degree. And I was happy to get a first. Um, I'm also a um, community youth worker. I've been doing youth work for a number of years, since probably the age of seven doing community work. So I've been doing this a long time. Um, I'm also interested in financial education. So I also teach financial education as a financial educator. And yeah, I'm involved in various different things, um, film I also work with Film London and New Black Film Collective um, with a lot of um, Black exhibitors around the country to popularise and share great Black films or films made by African people around the globe. Um, I'm involved in a variety of different things as well. And I do research as well and involved in various different projects. So I'm
1: always busy finding something to do. And then what about for you, Mark? Tell us like what you like doing outside of Black History Studies.
2: Oh, um... I am a father of many children <laughs> all over the world. When I say many children, mm-hmm. I see all my cho- all the children as my children because, mm-hmm. yeah, they are the future. So it's, it's my duty to make sure that they're OK. Right. My personal children. I have seven children, mm-hmm. um, five girls, two boys, and most mm-hmm. of them are grown people. But there's three little ones that still has to be dealt with. <laughs> so um, uh, mm-hmm. away from Black History Studies, I am a musician artist and uh, singer-songwriter, if that's that's what you want to call it. And um, um, all of my music is on a positive level, again, just to spread the message of who we are as global African people. So um, I, I'm also a radio presenter. I present a radio show called The Message in the Music Show on colourful radio mm-hmm. every Monday from 10 to midnight. If you like your music with messages in it, interviews and all that type of stuff, yeah, make sure you check that out. Um, uh, I love sports. At one time, I used to play football at a very good level. Um, too yeah, what, for posi-
1: what position did
2: you play, Mark? I played anywhere up the middle. Okay. <laughs> um, I started off years ago, probably before you was born, as a centre forward. <laughs> and then when you lose the, the centre forward running legs, I went into centre midfield. Mm. and then center half but I can kick with both feet so I can play any side of the pitch as well and I've even played in goal there you go so yeah part of the spine so Mm -hmm. yeah badminton is another one of my Mm -hmm. um loves I used to play that at a high level as well and yeah it's just right now I'm I'm getting back into the music I was taken out of musical retirement by Charmaine Mm -hmm. in 2017 to celebrate 10 years of Black History Studies so we did a video for that and I wrote the song and built the track and all that type of stuff you can check it out on YouTube it's called Black History Studies by Culture Mark just put that in you'll see the video Mm -hmm. yeah and uh subscribe and like as well so it's mm. all good and um yeah so i'm getting back into the music now because everybody wants me to do albums they want more songs and so i've been slowly building it up around the work that we do with black history studies but the work with black history studies is never ending it's non-stop mm. so it's it, it we have to juggle the time because time waits for nobody yeah so and that's... you're
3: also an amazing chef as well mark is no <laughs>
1: all right, we're, we're going to come back to the food talk a bit later, Mark. Listen, just hearing you both run down like all these things that you do is amazing. So is there a secret, like a time-saving tip or technique that you both can share with our listeners that helps you sort of get through the most important stuff of your day?
2: Yeah. My one, I'm, sorry. Yeah, go on. My <laughs> one is say what you mean, mean what you say and respect time because mm. time respects nobody mm. it will not stop for you it will not wait for you mm. so respect time and respect others time as well yeah. especially if they're putting in the time mm. to benefit you and all of the rest of it that is that's just the way forward if you know you can't do something don't put your hat where you can't reach it mm. and then blame others for it because <laughs> that's what normally happens you know what <laughs> i mean so that's how i get yeah. through yeah
3: yeah i'll see and then- you and then also um in terms of mark and i running our business it's all about communication and teamwork as well um we also have um yeah see as you can hear the phone going off <laughs> you're in, in demand
1: <laughs> always in demand
3: <laughs> so yeah um so for me it's communication being able and teamwork as well not and knowing your limits as well because you know you can't do everything mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. we are definitely a family business um we have uh we have amazing people that support us in the work that we do, uh, especially my, my father, my mother, my brothers and sisters and um, loads of people that help us with our business. So it's not just a one person doing everything. It's a team effort as well. Um, automation is good, uh, especially when it comes to like social media. Automation is good and also um, planning ahead. So I usually plan like three months in advance. so I know what I'm doing. And it kind of helps when you plan ahead as well. Cause you know that saying if you um if you don't plan, um if you don't plan, you plan to fail. So I'm always about planning ahead and making sure that we have um contingencies in place. Cause now everything goes to plan, things happen, especially with us in terms of um recently with the lockdown and we had so much plans for 2020 and that had to be put on hold, but now we're slowly coming back and and actually t- doing what we plan to do uh-huh. and it's being successful as well and staying consistent consistency is key yeah, yeah. so that's kind of like the success um tips that i will give to people in terms of business you have to keep doing it and yeah. when you're developing a business um it will take a while so you're not gonna you don't get instant success you have to be keep working and working on this And so we've been in business for over 15 years now so we know (laughs) that you have to be consistent especially with and and also move with the times as well because times are changing now Uh, uh. you have to embrace all the different technologies and different things are happening as well and be on the ball
1: yeah i love that like so much tips there as well and i think As well, what's really important is the emphasis on just the basics, like being consistent and uh, moving with the times and stuff like that. We're seeing like the explosion of social media and like you said, the importance of moving with times. But as well, when we look online, we're seeing all these different trends, like people showing the successful side of running a business. You know, people dressed in nice suits and they're not showing the hard graft and all the nitty gritty that goes behind it. What do you think are some of the key critical skills that you would advise to like budding entrepreneurs in the black community? What are some of the, say your top three skills that you must have and that you must master to be successful in business?
2: Learn from your successes and also learn from your failures and learn from others' experiences in terms of successes and failures. Always be on top of your game, always be one step ahead of the game as much as you can.
3: Yeah, and mine is build good relationships with Mm -hmm. people. Um, and that has been one of the plus sides of Mark and I in our business because we're very transparent we're very community focused um, so people have seen us grown so yeah, they've seen us our children have grown in the business and um, they will come to events and see the children and I ain't seen them in a while and oh my gosh they're so big and it's building good relationships as well and being transparent with people as well and actually show people that you are a human being as well mm-hmm. Um, we've had some amazing people that have come into our business as customers and turn into friends who are like ambassadors of what we do and go out and spread the word about what we do all over the world which has enabled us to get contracts all over the world as well which has been amazing and not just just relying on social media you have to be able to talk to people on the face to face I like talking to people and getting to know people and I think that is some of the Big areas that a lot of businesses don't do they don't create good relationships with people and then have higher expectations of others than themselves yeah and these are the things that you need to do in a business and be honest with people as well if if something's not going wrong or or you've messed up just be honest with people people bigger than that be
2: honest with yourself
3: yes Don't,
2: don't don't be trying to trying to paper over the cracks it's cracked that's it -hmm. Just deal with the crack. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I love that. I love that. There are so much gems there, and I think like I hope people have got their notepad and pens when they're going to be listening to this and taking notes because some of the stuff you're saying is 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 what needs to be said, especially when it comes to businesses in our community. So I love that. Thanks for sharing. Um, Could you tell us about a challenging time um, that could have like ruined everything for you, but you managed to sort of pull everything together and is that a moment that you still sort of think back and say, do you know what, remember that time, because I think everyone has a moment in their life where they're like, do you know what, that 2017, it could have finished me, but I'm here. And you sort of go back to that and say, look, i got over that so I can get over this hurdle. Is there a time where it was a bit difficult and you sort of pulled yeah,
2: through? I'll say it quickly, because if, if I if I let Charmaine say it, we'll be here forever. I'm just going to say there was a point in our um, fledgling part of the business where somebody tried to blackmail us. Right. Yes, darling. A business partner. Held us to ransom. Yeah. And I had to remind him who my mother and father was. That's Let's just put it that way, right? <laughs> and yeah, they, they went about their business spreading rumours that we're going to fail, we're going to crash, and all mm. of the rest of it. Oh, and the yeah. rest is history.
3: Oh, yes,
2: yes. And I
1: wasn't expecting that answer. <laughs> And that was a that was a very That's the only old, cha-
2: that's the only yeah. real challenge that we've had. Every other yeah. challenge is ones that we've brought on ourselves and know yeah. whether it, where it's going to go from when the challenge uh, arises. <laughs> but that was an uh an unexpected well it was unexpected British. by Charmaine. I saw it coming years before it happened. But yeah. yeah um it, it, it was uh, un, it, the, the timing was unexpected. Well, again it I, wasn't, knew, yeah. it, it, I knew, it wasn't I knew I knew what it was going we're, we're quite
3: we're quite resilient. As well oh. and the and what when it happened, I was vexed for about a week, but then with me, and I remember Mark went out and he came back, and somebody said to um to mark that "Oh, that means that, like she said, he's done, and you that's the worst thing you could tell me and when I get vexed, I clean up my house, and that house was cleaned <laughs> <laughs> so top to bottom, and i and I sat down with my pen and pad and said, right, this is the strategy, and this is the plan and literally. We planned, and our business took off like yeah. there was so much abundance we were we were overwhelmed mm-hmm. and that was a good thing and even when I reflect that back now I laugh about uh, I laugh about that moment because it was just a blip, but it had to be hap- it had to happen mm-hmm. and we've gone from strength to strength from that period of time, and it just made us appreciate each other as business partners and husbands or uh, husband and wife more yeah so that was I, i look at that as as a as a motivating factor even though at the time it could have come could have broken our business but it couldn't have
2: no, it would have never broken our yeah. business. Yeah. No. We were stronger. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Listen, whoever that person is, shame on them because Black History Studies is everywhere now. Like, I absolutely love what you
0: lot are doing. And now, a word from our sponsors. We want to help you mark every milestone. Celebrate the joy of living. Cheers to the best in life. Drink and live responsibly. A message from Red Stripe, part of the Heineken Company.
1: John. I know you're in there. I know when lights like to come back. I know Pinky this time. Keisha.
2: Keisha, just like me Pinky. Give JPS your number and then we'll send your text with them things here, So you can't stop <laughs> knock my door. What you mean? DMR call JPS and tell them to you add your phone number to your account and you will know everything all the time.
0: You're not for ask. Send
1: your current contact information and always be in the know. Visit JPSGO.com for more info. Manpower, I bet
2: you never knew what to do
0: And see what we do. Welcome back to our podcast. Listen,
1: I want to touch on your Jamaican heritage. Of course, this is impacting Jamaica. So I wanted to touch on your Jamaican heritage. Um, tell us like what it was like growing up in a Jamaican household in the UK and how that shaped and moulded you into the people that you are.
2: I didn't know that I was in the UK until I came out of my household. Yes. <laughs> that's how, that's how Jamaican our household <laughs> yeah. was. No, when I say come out of my household... Um, I was lucky enough that mm. all of my immediate family, my mum's uncles and aunties, my mum's brothers and sisters, we all lived in the same area. So we would go from one house to the next house, to the next house, to the next house. It was just like a little Jamaica. In so where? my granddad was two roads <laughs> away from where I was. My oh. grand aunt was two roads away from the other side. And then I had cousins and all of the rest of it going right through that district in Brixton. So, um it, it, it was, we rea- I realised that we wasn't in Jamaica when uh, we started to branch out of, because it was just like little Jamaica where we lived, mm, if yeah. that makes sense. Without yeah. the ackee, without the banana, without the guinea, without the mango trees. Apart from that,
1: yeah. Where did, where did you live, Mark? where, where did you, which Brixton,
2: area you I, I'm born and grown in Brixton. So of course she yeah. had guineps and stuff in the local market, but not obviously. Yeah, well but I'm it's sure. not in your back garden, is it? Yeah, true. <laughs> my, my, big, my house that I got in Saint Thomas. We got plum tree, we got guinea, we got near um, uh, mango. we beefy mango. Yeah. We've got um um aki, We've got passion fruit. We've got key lime. In, in my garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it, I mean? So I that's love
1: the that. It sounds like paradise.
2: Yeah, it is. It is, trust me. <laughs> yeah. And
1: then for you, Charmaine, like what was it like growing
3: <laughs> similar, up? With? Similar to Mark, um, I grew up, both of my parents born and growing in Jamaica and came over here. And I always say to them, why did you come over here? But they came over to England when they were in their teens. And just like Mark, my household was very Jamaican. Um, my mum was the eldest of like five children so she, you know I didn't have no 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 no, no I had the Jamaican uh, way of you knowing your chores getting up on a Saturday going to buy the hard food in Halsden, um, coming back and cooking the hard food and um, spinner dumpling soup and ackee and saltfish and fried dumpling and all of those um, good foods I ate growing up as well and it was, yeah, very Jamaican upbringing as well. My dad loved music. He was also um, part of the sound system. So I remember coming home from church on a Sunday. My mom used to send us to church on Sunday. And you knew when my dad was in a good mood because you heard the the, the Dennis Brown and the John Holt and the, and all the good music just blazing out of the house. And I thought, yeah, dad's in a good mood. We can play out now <laughs> with my friends. <laughs> I ran up and down and uh, rice and peas and chicken on a Sunday with coleslaw and ca- carrot juice and all the good stuff as well it was just um it was a house full of love and vibes and just togetherness as well and the best thing my parents could have done for me when I was younger was take me to Jamaica when I was about 10 11 then I realized that England is not the place for me I don't want to be in England I love Jamaica I was I was I love Jamaica so much I was when we had to go back to the airport I was hiding in a, in a um, auntie's house thinking that if they're hiding the house they'll forget about me and leave me in Jamaica <laughs> go back to England but no they they found me <laughs> and I got put on that minibus I was crying all the way to the airport to go back to England and yeah Jamaica's just beautiful I absolutely love Jamaica and I, it was an eye-opener for me just I, to go. To I was Jamaica. so
2: Jamaican in the UK that when I eventually went to Jamaica, my Jamaican family said that I was lying when I told them I was born in England. Yeah.
1: Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a neighbor, I've got a
2: neighbor that lives um just round the corner from me, and he swears blind that I'm lying as well. He's like, <laughs> no, I don't believe you, I don't believe you. And then I have to drop some cockney on him. He's like, you never know you could talk so <laughs>
1: I was gonna mention that Mark, because like your ability to switch between the patwa and the English is just like yeah. saying so nothing. Nice.
2: That's, 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 that's say. That's because I was a civil servant for 27 years. Yeah. Yeah, you have to you have to know how to to, to play the game, so to Tw- speak. Twang. And, and twang and <laughs> twang as and when. But my my dad, my dad tried it, but my dad wasn't good at it. He was, All right, yeah, 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 yeah. And then as soon as they're gone, it will cost two bad words. <laughs> 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 yeah, he, 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 he would hate the fact that he had to twang just so you yeah. know what I mean mm, yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. oh and I love it. that I love that and I mean like Jamaica has had such a huge impact on the world the influence when you look at music sport food language uh, literature everything um, what do you love most about Jamaica and being of Jamaican heritage? I've heard you speak about like your upbringings and, and the warmth that that gave you and that solid foundation. But what do you love most about being of Jamaican heritage? I
2: love the history. Mm. I love mm. the people, mm. the good people, right? And I love the, 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 um, the, the sense of, of, of nation. Mm. when you're amongst the right set of people yeah yeah jamaica is a beautiful place it's got lots of beautiful Mm. people there it's got a a, it's got a beautiful heritage it's got a beautiful history as well in in the sense that um we were the ones that they couldn't manage Mm. (laughs) i'm I'm talking about our ancestors were the ones that they couldn't manage so that's why they dropped them off in jamaica to break them before they bring them onto the plantations in Mm. north and, and central america and so even that just makes me um, proud to be Jamaican because that type of um, heritage runs through my veins as well
3: yeah yeah and the resilience as well yeah Jamaican people are some of the hard most hardworking, resilient, respectful, disrespectful, loving, just amazing people and just even when they're angry they make you laugh when they're happy they make you laugh. and it's just mm-hmm. like just vibes inside Jamaican people are together. And you know that Jamaican people are together because they let you know. And I just love that the loudness, the brashness, the 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 vibes, the creativity the proud, as the well. The, the yeah. creativity. Nobody don't make more dances than Jamaican people. And just having fun with it as well, having fun with life, is, and not seeing like, not focusing on the negative and seeing mm-hmm. the positive in the hardship that they have to go through. And I absolutely love being Jamaican.
2: Yeah.
3: I love absolutely love being a Jamaican heritage. Um, I love Jamaica. I, w- I always wanted to retire back there as well. Even go back and give back as well. So even while we're doing the work that we do, we're trying to go back to Jamaica and support people as well. I Our just, cousins I've in just Jamaica. come back from Jamaica. Yeah, we were just in Jamaica not so
2: long ago as well. I had to oh, go and bring my grandmother. I've been back a week. But yeah, And it's been good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's and why this. you're glowing, Mark.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Can you see that? I'm really loving being here. <laughs>
1: oh mark i'm trying to bring some good vibes your way
3: through this yeah you have
2: honestly you have you have you have yeah
3: jamaican nice. so we was out there in mango season my mango was just nice everything was was just nice the people Mm -hmm. even even the seeing the development in jamaica and how they're widening the roads and the, the just seeing change and people changing and people talking differently
1: has been a good thing to see Amazing. All right, and who would you say is like your ultimate Jamaican hero? If you could just pick one and
3: why? I would have to say my dad. Yeah, Um, definitely a Jamaican hero in my eyes because I'm the biggest daddy's girl ever. And if it wasn't for my dad, I wouldn't even be here for one, two. And two, um, he's just been the biggest supporter in my life from, from dot till now. I speak to him every day. He's always checking up on me and the children. My children absolutely love granddad, or Dadad, as they call him. And he's like a hero for me because he actually showed me that you can do, achieve anything that you want to achieve, regardless if you're a young lady, um, shorts. <laughs> um, you can do anything that you want to do. And I've always wanted to be a better, like my dad, but he's always encouraged me to be better. So, yeah, and he's giving me opportunities to do things that... I would never have done so for example um learning how to fix cars because I was a daddy's guy I always wanted to know how cars work so I know how to fix cars but I haven't done it in a while um and just yeah just being knowing that to be proud of your heritage as well uh-huh. and then proud of who you are and standing your greatness as well because you're coming from great people so that will probably be my Jamaican hero um and then after that would be Marcus Garvey.
1: Yeah. Okay. Now tell us a little bit why Marcus Garvey. Marcus
3: Garvey um, influenced the world in terms of Black history. Uh, this this young Black man man um, being an activist in Jamaica, leaving Jamaica to go travel the world and seeing the conditions of African people globally globally around the world, and coming together to put together an organization called the Universal Negro Improvement Association that has influenced. A number of groups around the world because if it wasn't for the UNIA, you probably wouldn't have the Nation of Islam, you wouldn't have the Pan-African Movement, um, you wouldn't even have Malcolm X's, and all of these amazing people in our history um, we wouldn't even know, and then you also got Amy Jakes Garvey and Amy Ashwood Garvey, you have to big them up as super amazing sisters in terms of their own rights and their activism and if it wasn't for Amy Jates Garby, we wouldn't even know much about Marcus Garby because she was nice. his publicist as well. So we always have to talk about them. And I love the fact that they work together in a husband and wife team. So that, that is inspirational to me, especially the work that we do. Mm-hmm. like she studies.
1: And then for you,
2: Culture Mark? Well, in terms of my immediate family, my mum and my dad, for sure, mm. up front from the top, right? Mm. And then my uncles, Uncle yeah. Chin yeah. and Uncle <laughs> Lyndon, Uncle Linden, so creative in everything he does. Uncle Chin is who made me know the world. He made me know I was African because he used to run a sound system back in the day in England called Black Harmony. And because it's my mum's brother, I had the privilege of going out with him from about the age of 9, 10. So that's where I got all of my microphone skills from and all of the rest of it. Mm. But he was my biggest protector at them times there. And if it wasn't for him, Uncle Chin, yes, me I say it? I wouldn't Mm. be the person that I am today, Mm. right? Along with my mum and dad. But um, in terms of historically, Mm. right? Yeah, alongside Marcus Garvey for all of the reasons that Charmaine said, right? Um, And Marcus Garvey was the one that that really for me coined the term by any means necessary because he did any everything by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. But apart from him, another Jamaican that I have to big up that doesn't really get the credit is Dutty Bookman, also known as Bookman Dutty, mm-hmm. because he was such a rebellious person on the island. They had to ship him off, they had to deport him to Haiti. And when he got to Haiti, he didn't stop. He sparked what was called the Asian Revolution mm-hmm. and the rest is history. And if you don't know the history, www.blackhistorystudies.com. Sign up for the course that starts in January because it will sell out. It always does. Yeah, it always does mm-hmm. yeah. I
1: absolutely love that. I love that you, meant, who you mentioned as well. Like you know, people that we don't necessarily know a lot about, like Dotty Bookman and his role in the Haitian Revolution. I think it's really important that you highlighted that. I've loved speaking to you both. And I mean, I think winding down this conversation, where do you see yourselves in like, say, a year or two's time? What's, what have you got planned for Black History Studies and yourselves?
2: I'll be... <laughs> say that again. I said I'll be in Jamaica. <laughs> I won't I'll be, be... i put it this way, I won't be here. If it's yeah. not Jamaica, then it's on the continent. I yeah. have Ghana, Gambia, Kenya, mm. anywhere with a yeah on the end of it, I'll be there. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> and for
3: you, Charmaine... Hey, in terms of um, Black issue Studies, um, we've got so much products, projects happening and um, we've been called to work with so much different people. And like I said, when you pull it out there in the atmosphere and you ask for something and then the, the ancestors give it, provide it. So we've got loads of projects going on. Um, I'm finishing my master's at the moment in Global Black Studies with Professor Les Henry. Um, we've just big got, up, Professor yeah, Les. big up another Jamaican an- icon an- as well. Listen,
2: another yeah. giant. Yeah, another that, giant. That, that, that His shoulders must be have scaffoldings, and the amount of people that are standing on that man's shoulders now yes. is yes. amazing. He's a giant, mm. and, yeah. and we have to big them up. Give them their flowers while they're still here. As yeah. young as he looks, he's a big man. He's an elder, yeah. and oh. yeah. we love him.
3: yeah yeah yeah. and there's so we've got some projects i just um became a heritage partner for um the Gladstone Park project that's happening in Brent um we are doing continue to do our work with the young people in America teaching them black history and black studies globally on, in Washington state. Yeah, we've got loads of things happening as well. More of our global tours. Hopefully we can start going to Brazil now to take, to um, work with our Brazilian partners mm. as well and do more African trips as well. So we've got lots of things doing. We ain't stopping. I love
1: <laughs> that. And I work. love that. And listen, I'm going to be following everything. Where can people follow you online if they're not and they need to? Where can they follow you online? Yeah, so we are on Instagram,
3: Facebook, Twitter. And also TikTok. So it's Black History Studies um, on the social media as well, um, on Twitter as well. Um, you can go to our website, blackistudies.com, go to our, um, and just call, give us a call and speak to us as well. So we're quite accessible as well. Okay, so I love
1: that. Thank you so much. i listen, Culture Mark, you're not getting away because, of course, this is impacting Jamaica and you can switch. From English to Jamaican. So listen, I want you to say something to the people listening back in Jamaica in Patois.
2: Okay, my Jamaican people, listen, be behave on yourself, look after on yourself. Mm. You are the future. Everybody look up to Jamaica. Everybody love the Jamaican heritage. Mm. If it wasn't for us, the far right, right, Jamaica would not even be on the map. So big up on yourself, behave on yourself. Look after yourself, and be the beacon shining for every single African and Jamaican across the planet. Remember, I tell you.
1: Ah, oh, thank you so much for that, Culture Mark. I've been speaking to the power couple that is Mark and Charmaine Simpson, founders of Black History Studies, and so much more. I've loved speaking to you both. Thank you so much for doing this. I'll let you know when it's um, available and I wish you all the best. And of course, make sure everybody is following Black History Studies. Charmaine, what is the website one more time? Blackhistorystudies.com
2: So all of yeah. www.blackhistorystudies.com
1: All right. My favourite power couple online, the King and Queen, Mark and Charmaine Simpson. Thank you so much for
0: joining me on Impact Jamaica. I wish you all the best.